Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is uh, Friday, and you know what that means. You're on Political Coffee. It means I, as your benevolent dictator talk show host, give you... Freedom to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today, folks. And it's really easy. Just pick up the phone and dial the Power Buick GMC talk line, which is 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Or you can send me an email, and I will do my best to read it on the air to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff. At KSLM.news. By the way, uh, Amanda Smith is going to join us to talk about not only what her and Terry are going to talk about today, but what her and I are going to talk about Monday. Monday's the big rally across from the Capitol at the Fountains. You need to come and join us. If you believe in freedom, you just need to be there. This is the Oregon Natural Resources Industry Group that formed after Timber Unity is flaming out because they're doing nothing, sadly. Um, Yeah, lots of log trucks, farm trucks, people who believe in freedom. Come and join us. It is from 10 till 2 on Monday. Make plans to be there. You haven't asked for the time off, you should. Or take time off during lunch because we're going to be broadcasting the lunch hour live. Because there's a bunch of speakers, including former Congressman Greg Walden, Betsy Johnson, and others. Come and join us. The big rally this coming Monday. Ouch, this has got to hurt. Latest poll out. Biden's approval rating has tanked seven points. Only 38% of voters approve of his his performance. There you go. Lots to talk about happening in Oregon, but some other places too gives us a little bit of hope. Just a little bit of hope. Here's what it is. South Dakota banned ranked choice voting, which of course favors the left. The stupid Republicans in the legislature in Alaska, and that's what they are, folks. They voted for it. Alaska's a Republican state. They voted for it. What do they get? More of Lisa Murkowski, and they got a Democrat for the first time in, what, 40 years representing them, because they only have one House seat, in the U.S. House of Representatives because of ranked choice voting oh and by the way they are there's a bill to bring it here to oregon and if you're not engaging in the legislative process you ought to be lee writes me a text message heavy snowing here in salem can i stay home and let somebody else go to work nah (laughs) yeah no yeah i agree nah 
Yeah, we're getting snow, folks. And I'm telling you right now, you know, this is a perfect time for me to uh, to share with you what you hear me talk about a lot. And that is freedom heating and air, folks. It's going to be cold for a bit yet. This is a very cold spring. And if you're not warm in your home or your business, get your heating system, whatever kind of heating system it is, get it fixed because Freedom Heating and Air has the ability to fix all of them or upgrade. Maybe that's all you need is an upgrade. Why don't you give them a call and find out? 503-580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom heatingandair.net. It's a story in the, uh, once again, of course, <laughs> Oregon makes national news, but for all the wrong reasons. Oregon Democrats seek to create a sanctuary state for kids to get abortions and sex changes without parental consent. I'm just going to read you that headline again. Oregon Democrats seek to create sanctuary state for kids to get abortions and sex changes without parental consent. Consent. The Reproductive Health and Access to Care Act would allow, this is a gateway pundit story, would allow, quote, any person without regard to the age, unquote, to get abortions or sex change surgeries, including those that will sterilize them without their parents' knowledge, permission. It also makes facial reconstruction surgery and hair removal as, quote, medically necessary, requiring insurance companies to cover it. So, folks, um, this is all of the leftist insanity of LBGTQ. This is House Bill 2002. And uh, if you haven't testified against it, you will have an opportunity um, as it winds its way through the legislative process. You need to. At very least, you need to make comments on the state's website. It's very easy, and that's what we teach you in the war room. By the way, I want to thank State Senator uh, Daniel Bonham for joining us yesterday for a few minutes in the war room. He represents the Hood River, Dalles area. He's a businessman. Republican, conservative. Uh, folks, he he did address a question I had was about the rumor that we were hearing that there are three Republicans in the Senate that are willing to sell their votes to steal the kicker, which is almost $5,800 per household right now. Now, we'll know exactly how much it's going to be when the May revenue forecast comes out. And budgets really are not gonna be finalized today. In fact, yesterday I'm gonna, uh, they, the House and Senate released their budget. I'll talk about that in a moment. But Senator Bonham said, no, that's not true. Our caucus, the Republicans in the Senate are locked up, nobody's voting for the for the steal, the kicker steal. I thanked him for that. 
I think there are probably one, maybe two votes. I'm not sure I can count to three in the Senate, but I think there is one, maybe two, that could potentially vote for it, could potentially be bought off, you know, be offered lots of money. Not that that would ever happen. Not that it ever happened when Christine Drazen was the, you know, president or the the uh, speaker of, or not the speaker of the House, the Republican leader. Not that that would ever happen, of course, because it never would, right? Folks, here's the reality. They're going to come after at least part of the kicker, Senate Bill 774. I can see a couple of Republicans voting for at least to steal part of the kicker. Now, why would they need to do that? Well, because they've overspent. And that's part of the story today that I have. Um, In the Herald and News, all of this, by the way, is at OregonWatchdog.com. You can check that out. Here's the headline. The Oregon legislature plans budget cuts as COVID cash runs out. They're not cutting any budget, folks. They're only cutting the rate of increase in the budget. What? You mean the headline isn't true? Yeah, the headline's never true. Because the news media is not going to tell you the truth. They're only going to parrot what their overlords, you know, the Democrats, want you to hear. And they're all too willing to tell you. The story starts out saying legislative budget writers are planning a 2.5% cut to state services in the next two years as federal cash, COVID cash runs out. Yesterday, the co-chairs, that's the, you have a person on the Senate side and a person on the House side that come together and they decide and divvy up all the money that's going to be spent. They are extremely powerful because, well, the legislature is all about, in fact, it's only constitutional duty, by the way, under the Constitution, is to produce a budget. The legislature is all about allocating money, your money. And that gives them incredible power. Now, they shared the budget yesterday. It, this is a two-year budget that begins July 1st. Right now, we are still in the last few months of the previous two-year budget, okay? This is a $31.6 billion general fund plan. Now, general fund is only made up of your in and my income tax revenue that we pay to the state of Oregon and lottery funds. For those of you who like to go gamble, that money is counted as part of the general fund. This does not count. Let me, res- folks, the entire, the general, the total general fund budget's over a hundred billion dollars. I mean, not, not general fund, the total budget is over $100 billion. This is only $31.6 billion. Now, I believe I'm correct on that. I might be wrong. It's $31.6 billion. So where's the rest of the money come from? Come from the federal government? No. Half, let me say this again, half of the entire total budget, not the general fund budget. Again, the general fund budget is, all, and this is all we're talking about here, the general fund budget. That's only made up of income tax dollars and lottery funds, okay? 
Half of the total funds budget is made up of the fees that you and I pay state agencies for everything. Fees, folks. And then you add in the um, you add in the, the federal government money. Folks, this budget is $31.6 billion. You know what the previous budget was? $29.3 billion. So this is, by my lightning quick mind, and I have one, folks. Oh, do I have one? <laughs> Just poking fun at myself, folks. Those of you who know me know better. Uh, $31.6 billion. Minus $29.3 billion from the previous budget is a $2.3 billion increase. It's not a 2.5% cut. But it is if you're a government agency that's overspending and you're the leftist Democrats and a leftist governor running this state. Why? Because it's a cut from what they want to spend. Not what they need to spend or not what they have to spend. Now, they will tell you this, you know, we have to have more money because if we're going to deliver the same amount of services to everybody in the state of Oregon, and by the way, we spend more money uh, in the state of Oregon than virtually any other state. Not quite, but almost. If we're going to deliver the same amount of services, we have to have X amount of dollars. And if we don't get those dollars, we're going to cut. It's a lie. I'll tell you why when we come back on the other side at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I want to thank Rebecca Donaldson for being one of our great sponsors of this show and this radio station. She is, well, she won Best of the Willamette Valley. Number one, top dog as a real estate broker. And she did that for a reason because she's really good at what she does. And you know what that means for you? It means that you, if you are thinking about buying or selling a home, you're going to deal with someone representing you who is at the top of their game. That's who Rebecca is and her team. Check out her website. It's rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com or just give her a call. 503-269-0747. The state's going to spend $2.3 billion more in the proposed two-year budget that starts on July 1st over the budget we're in right now. $2.3 billion more. But the compliant leftist news media calls it a cut. Why? Because it isn't as much as they want to spend or as much as the state says they have to spend to deliver current 
service level, which is a fictitious number that goes into some black box that we never we never understood. Oh, they told us the components of its pay increases. There's three hundred and uh, fifty million, sixty million dollars in new pay increases for state employees. Those of you who are state employees, I'd be happy about that. But it's all the increasing costs of health insurance, of life insurance, of days off, of you name it, step increases, all of that stuff. It's all of that. That's what they want to spend. Now, here's here's how you know that they're lying to you. Because in this, this is same story, and Amanda, hang on, because I'm going to talk with Amanda Smith in a moment. Folks, here's how you know they're lying to you about this. Because... They give away the game. They say in this story that you know how they're going to fill the gap? They're just going to hold vacant positions. In other words, people who've retired or got fired, which never happens hardly, or who have just left working for the state of Oregon, instead of replacing them, they're going to leave those spots open. In other words, they're not going to fill them. They're not going to hire anybody. But they're still going to get the money for that person. So you're not getting any increase of services for that from that person's work because they don't exist. They're not working for the state of Oregon, but they took the money. You see how this game is played? It's a lie. So if anybody in your circle of influence reads the headline and says, oh, it's horrible, we got to steal the kicker because they're going to cut the state budget, you might just remind them, really? Did you know that this budget is $2.3 billion more than the previous budget? How's that a cut? Uh, 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 yeah, you might have that conversation. Amanda, what do you think of my argument? Hmm? So it's actually interesting because this is something Terry and I are touching on this morning as well as the budgets um, and how they are increasing. And in one of them, Tina goes in to say, now let me emphasize that more money and more money is not the is not the answer here. It's like the, and it's about the homelessness and the drug crisis and mostly about the drug crisis. And it's like, you're right. It's not about more money and more money. It's the laws that you guys put into place, decriminalizing, allowing these things and Oh, she frustrates me. <laughs> oh, she, I guess. I've got a whole printout of all of these budget breakdowns this morning that I'm going to touch on. And it's infuriating. It's like, it, it's very frustrating. I think for like 282 beds for homelessness, it's going to cost us $178 million for two years. It's like, that's outrageous. Yes. I I don't have words for it. It's it, it it it's mind-boggling. I don't get it. Well, leftist thinking is irrational. It has unmistakably um, been demonstrated through man's history, collectivism, communism, those ideas and concepts never lead to any kind of real success governmentally. Because top-down central planning never works, it never has, it never will, because it goes against human nature. And human nature is that you and I, as individuals, seek freedom. And that's what we're going to be yelling and screaming about Monday. Because yeah. you're joining me at this big Oregon Natural Resources and Industries rally at the Capitol. That's going to be fun. I look forward to it. 
I know. I can't wait. We're going to be broadcasting live from 10 to 2 p.m. That'll be a fun day. It will. And folks, if you're, please just make plans to come and join us. The, the main speakers are from 10 or excuse me, from noon uh, to one o'clock. We're going to be broadcasting that entire hour live, but come and join us and stop by and talk to Amanda and I as we're going to be talking with people uh, who are there celebrating freedom. It's going to be fun. It is. I can't wait. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, so, in the last minute or so, what else are you guys, you and Terry, talking about today? Well, I want to say that uh, uh, KSLM Radio is nominated again for the Best of the Willamette Valley, and we've won the best radio station the last two years that they've had the radio station category opened. So we are highly encouraging our listeners to go out and vote to us. You Google Best Willamette Valley or you go to KSLM.news and their logo is right there at the top of our page. And you click on it, you go down to things to do, then you go to radio stations and you select KSLM radio. And you can vote, voting's until April 7th. And you can vote once per day per device. So we're encouraging everybody to please do that and help us win again. Thanks, Amanda. Have a wonderful weekend. You and Terry have a great show today, and we will talk with you on Monday. Yes, I'll see you guys Monday. Have a great day. It's 6.30. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. It's Freedom Friday at 24 minutes before the top of the hour. It's your opportunity to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today or send me an email. If you want to call, it's so easy. Just pick up the phone and dial 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I just got from Julie. Says the so-called medical care. She writes, between parents who ignore their children and treacherous teachers and school counselors, our children are in a precarious situation. Troubled children and ignored children are easily convinced to do things to please some adult, any adult. Should this involve a sex change? So be it. These children and teens feel unloved and alienated by their parents, perfect victims. Toss in a group of legislators who want insurance companies to pay for such procedures, which should fall into the auspices of malpractice, as it's being defined, by the way, Julie, in other states. Yes. This kind of surgery with on a minor in some states now by attorneys generals in those states is being called a crime under existing laws. Hmm. Anyway, she continues. Under the auspices of malpractice, everyone is affected by higher premiums for medical procedures. Some of these procedures would be convinced re reconstructive plastic surgery. 
which would normally be out of pocket for the patient. I believe these teachers should lose their ticket to teach in this and all other states. The union should not protect such person. Who pays? Teachers doing their jobs teaching and not being activists for the alphabet people. The parents who do too little too late. The persons who carry medical insurance and pay higher premiums. It's a lose-lose situation. Yeah, it is unless we stand up. Wilbur got back to us with an email earlier this morning. He said, throughout history, a lot of men have used religion to justify their violence, terrorism, racism, and bigotry, to intimidate and bully people. I don't understand how this can honestly be denied. It isn't. Yes. In the name of religion... We took away the cultural um, history of the First Nations people. Those are the Native Americans in America. Yeah, we did. It was wrong. Oh, yeah, they thought they were doing the right thing. In the name of religion, we crucified Christ. In the name of religion. We engaged in the great crusades, wars against the Muslims, all in the name of religion. Oh, and by the way, Muslimism, Islam, is a religion. And look what it's doing across the world. So, yeah, they do intimidate and bully people. Look at what the Taliban's doing. I saw it firsthand when I was in Afghanistan in 2006. Nobody's denying it, Wilbur. Oregon people's vote, unlawful firearm possession. This is Senate Bill 348. This is an email from the Secretary of the Oregon People's Vote. This is Senate Bill 348. It directs the Department of Justice to study ways to address unlawful possession of firearms. We oppose this bill, they write. Instead of a study, how about actively supporting our police? and actually prosecuting criminals. There are already sufficient statistics available. And we, the taxpayer, should not assume the cost of any study that works to remove or limit the Second Amendment and the rights of Oregonians. And they go on to talk about all these other bills that's in front of the legislative body right now. This is Senate Bill 348. Go online, read it, oppose it. Some other headlines, and I'll get to Tim in a moment. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSL Lab News. A federal appeals court has blocked Joe Biden's vaccine mandate. Yes, they did. Blocked it, folks. Big news. So also is Stormy Daniels' letter denying that her and Trump had an affair. It's a letter from January 30th of 2018. It's the official statement. You can see it. It's online. Denied the multiple affair multiple times. She says, I'm not denying the affair because I was paid hush money as has been reported in the overseas-owned tabloids. I'm denying this affair because it never happened. Yeah. 
But apparently, Alvin Bragg still wants to prosecute Donald Trump. Let's go to the phones. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. Tim, you're up. Hi, Jeff. Who's the person that has a lawsuit? Is it Mark Fieldman? Yes. On the vote? Uh Uh-huh. Well, this is on House Bill 2004. And we have a lot of tremendous people spend a lot of time about the vote and accuracy of the vote. And on 2004, we're talking about ranked choice voting. Well, I testified, and Mark was sitting next to me. And I had him go first, because, I mean, before me, because he had a lot of issues he wanted to talk about, and I didn't. Well, here's my testimony, and if people want to have an impact on fixing the elections and making sure that they're accurate, well, here's the line. I didn't talk about whether I supported or didn't support ranked choice voting. What I read was one line on issues discussed. And I started out by complimenting the analyst that wrote the summary. And here it is, it says, the issues discussed, one, cost of implementation to county clerks for certification of systems and hardware and software updates. Well, there you go. How about using that as an example of, how about if we get involved with the equipment assessments, the updates, and everything else, as opposed to just following what's already happened? If people want to write about fixing it, well, then take a look at the staff summary on 2004, issues discussed, and tell the legislature to have them re- the counties report back on what the cost was for the new equipment and so on. And all I told them was they should also look at accuracy. There you go, Chief. Awesome. Well done. You know, I'm glad that you... Uh you know, take this seriously and you regularly, well, you come to the war room and by the way, thank you for the donuts you bring into the war room. We love them. I got to tell you about those. (laughs) Remember I took a box of donuts. Well, guess what I did with them? I went over and gave them to Sam, the administrator for the Senate Republican caucus. He likes donuts and I think he's going to pass them around. That's a good thing. I want him to look forward to me coming into his office. But more importantly, it is the fact that you are willing to engage regularly, virtually every day in the legislative process during the legislative system. Because if people like you are not talking about what you know to be important, what you truly know to be important from your life experience, from your principles, from your values, then the other side is not going to hear it. Nobody's going to hear it. And you have to stay engaged. And you're a model, and I just want to to say this. I'm going to say thank you, uh, because you really are an incredibly active person in not only the war room, but just as an Oregonian, just as an American, a U.S. citizen, you're exercising your right, and thank you. By the way, are you going to join us at the big rally on Monday, state capitol? 
I believe so, Jeff. Wonderful. Make yes. sure you stop by our KSLM broadcast booth because we're going to be basically right next to the sound system booth. It's over on the fountains. want to make sure you come by and, and maybe we'll get you on air. Okay. I'll do that, Jeff. Tim, what thanks. What time do you want me there? Of course I want you there. No, what time? <laughs> what do I want you there. <laughs> what time? All right. Uh, well, we begin broadcasting uh, at 10 a.m., so uh, anytime after 10 a.m., but, you know, the event runs from 10 to 2. Uh, it, we broadcast an entire hour live, and we'll be broadcasting the speeches of Congressman Jay, um, um, former Congressman uh, Greg Walden and former state senator and governor's candidate Betsy Johnson and others. I would assume there will be people coming over from the Capitol to address the group. So we're going to be carrying all of their speeches live for just that one hour from noon to one. The rest of the time, we'll be breaking in and out. We'll be talking during the commercial breaks, okay? And we uh, so we, that'll be our opportunity to talk with you, Tim, and others. From 10 to 2 is when we're going to be there broadcasting. So stop by, friends. See us. Maybe we'll get you on the air. Tim, thanks. All right. Uh, some other things that are out there. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff, folks, and I'm just going to throw a whole bunch of it on the wall, including the lefties in Portland. Lefty leaders like Ted Wheeler blaming Walmart for leaving Portland. What? Uh, we'll get to that in a bunch of other things that are relevant to your life back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. So give me a buzz. By the way, speaking of Power Buick GMC, part of the Power Auto Group is Power Honda down in Albany. They have a great website where you can pick out and choose your own brand new Honda car. Or you can see some of their great pre-owned certified vehicles. All of that's on their website, mypowerhonda.com. Mypowerhonda.com. John McDonald, uh, who is part of Oregon Firearms Federation, and they are the group that is fighting not only Measure 114, but fighting in the legislature to stop these bad gun bills, 2005, 2006, 2007. Anyway, John writes an email, says, we'll have a table for Oregon Firearms Federation at the Henri Rally on Monday. Stop by and say hi. Very important, friends you value your freedom then by golly stand up for it come and join us 
on Friday or on Monday, rather. Again, we're going to be broadcasting live Amanda Smith and I from 10 to 2. So come and join us across from the Capitol building on Monday. Stand up for liberty, all kinds of liberty. Otherwise, you're going to lose it, folks. No doubt about it. Uh, Let's see. There's a great story about all of the complete list of Donald Trump's accomplishments. There's a story about that. I'll have that up on the show plan today. There's a Brunson Brothers update. Uh, They have been denied for the third time by the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, I'm glad they're still trying. I think that's a good one. And also, this story I alluded to, yes, it's an Oregon Catalyst story. The media and Ted Wheeler are blaming Walmart for Walmart leaving Portland because they're racist. They're just not progressive enough. Uh, And they have left other cities like San Francisco, Chicago, and New York. Walmart said it's because crime could also have something to do with that gross receipts tax, you suppose. Well, here's the truth, as the Oregonian or the Oregon Catalyst article points out. Green Zebra is a homegrown, very leftist grocery chain in Portland. They've decided to close all of their locations. What? You mean they're not progressive enough? No. Same reason Nike, MLK, Apple Store... Starbucks, all of them downtown. Why? Because of crime and being vandalized over and over again. But the media has to blame Walmart for leaving. It's absurd. Yes, there's a story here about this U.S. appeals court blocking the COVID COVID mandate for federal workers. And Black Lives Matter activists received $83 billion. Let me say that again. Black Lives Matter activists received $83 billion in shaking down American corporations. It's so sad. Let's go to the phones. Freedom Friday. We'll start with Ron. We'll move to Gary. Ron, good morning. Hey, sorry to hear the Black Lives Matter making too much money, but you know, they didn't do nothing. And in the benefit, they never got charged with anything. So did uh, Antifa. Last thing I want to say, people, we got until 5 o'clock. Please bring, submit your letters against the, all these gun bills, House Bill 2005, 2006, and 2007, along with 579, uh, if I believe, or something like that. My brother, we need your opposition. Please submit. You got until 5 o'clock today on those House bills and support the people that save that like people that sell fur. I think that's House Bill 3490, I believe. Please, or Senate Bill 3490, please submit letters presenting the right, because if I want to kill a coyote, I should have the right to, or a beaver, as long as I'm you know, eating the meat, whatever, or deer, elk, or even steer. They can use that same policy to where you can't sell the skins. And that's my choice. And what about the traditional trappers that might make your area safe in the state of Oregon? That's all I got to say, my brother. Please, uh, thank you for everything. And please, people, keep continuing the opposition. And they're 20, 18 to 20 years old. Please submit on House Bill 2006. Otherwise, you're not going to be having the right to hunt. God bless you guys. 
Hey, thank you. I appreciate that, Ronnie. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. Yeah, uh, we are gonna we're gonna have a table there. Um, our group uh, fighting the mandates, so uh, we'll be looking for you at the uh, at the event. Uh, all these woke people in uh, in Salem. Uh, why aren't they protesting or um, saying that they are not going to take any uh, money from uh, slave labor in China? That you know, that's a fair question. I wonder. Why. I mean, they, they they're against slavery two hundred years ago. Shouldn't they be against slavery today? I think that I think they should have a bill that uh, says that they we're not going to take any more money from Nike or Intel uh, until they uh, stop using Chinese slave labor. Fair enough. I think that that's a it, reasonable question. Maybe somebody ought to ask it. Hey, how come you guys I mean, aren't pledging to not do this anymore? Because they're exactly. not exactly. They're not. And they pretend to be against slavery as long as they don't have to do anything about it, you know, and, and walk around and act like uh, they're, they are doing something about it because they hate America for uh, being slave owners uh, 150 years ago, you know, when it was a whole different world, agrarian. Uh, they're doing the same thing now. It's just instead of cotton, they're, they're making tennis shoes and, and, and uh, chips. What's the difference? There isn't much difference. If you think about it, there just isn't. But, you know, we wouldn't want to besmirch um, any group, you know, like China, that supports the Democratic Party, would we? No, we wouldn't. That would be Yeah, it's easier to to besmirch uh, the the South who supported the Democrat Party. But anyway, the total hypocrisy and the total insincerity about it is is mind mind boggling i know it's, it's all it's all a facade i know i'm glad you guys are going to be at the big rally on monday thank you for that and uh, gary we look forward yes. to having you there and conversations and we look forward to having you and army at our next political coffee clatch meeting which is a week from this coming monday at the honky tonk where army is yes. going to be talking about actual dna changes as a result of the vax right Exactly. Okay, Gary. She's going to be at, uh, and Monday she's going to be at the uh, Clackamas County Women's Club um, giving the same demonstration, basically, that she gave to you guys. But, yeah, she's uh, getting busy. Have a great weekend. Go Ducks. You too. Friends, thank you all so much for joining us this week. Be blessed. Keep praying, and I mean praying hard for this state and this nation. And keep being willing to fight, and that means showing up Monday. From 10 to 2, anytime, at the big rally across from the Capitol. See you then. Be blessed.